Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hey, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full-length episodes come out every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit. It's a short podcast which is audio taken from one of my Facebook live sessions. Hopefully you'll take some great value from it. Let's crack on. Take a listen. Afternoon, afternoon. Is it the afternoon? Is it almost the afternoon? Can we say that? I think it is. I think it is. Happy Friday. Anyway, I hope you're well. Jake here from the Running with Jake podcast. I cannot put into words just how awesome that run felt. I've just got back from a very easy 30-minute jog slash plod slash amble slash trot. I have been injured recently. And as you know, if you have been injured, it feels so good when you come back. And now I don't feel like I'm out of the woods yet. You know, I need to be cautious. I'm not going to suddenly think, right, I'm fine. I'm fixed. Let's go for it and smash it this weekend. Still need to see how I am after the run, because that's always a key test, isn't it, really, how you feel post-run. But in this video, I want to share with you one of the stupidest mistakes I've made, which may not be what you think at first, and I'll explain in this video. But it's one of the stupidest mistakes I've made with training. I think it resulted in me getting injured, and I think you can learn something from this. So you may know from following me on the page of various channels that I picked up a calf strain a while back. I think it was something like end of November, maybe very, very, very early December. I think it was end of November last year, 2020. And I was training really well up until that point. I had a calf strain. It was a tough session, end of a a challenging week, and the calf went. So I was kind of sidelined, and I probably not really got going. I probably had about two months out in total. It's been a bit fits and starts, peaks and troughs. So I think I'm okay. I'm not okay. I then recovered from the calf strain. I felt good. All the signs were there. I'd go for a little run. I'd come back afterwards. I'd feel fine, which is a good test, isn't it? So I'm thinking this is good. My confidence is coming back now. I can get back on it. And then I had another setback, which was really frustrating. And to give you an idea, once I recovered from the initial calf strain, I've been running in, I've got loads of pairs of shoes. I was running in just two pairs of shoes, okay? So I was kind of alternating between the two. And I probably had several runs using these shoes. And both of these particular, on these particular occasions, I was running with Martina. And I remember I put the shoes on, I went out for a very easy run. And as we set off, I said to my girlfriend Martina, I said, my feet feel a bit tight here. They feel like the shoes feel a bit tight. Like, I didn't really think much of it, but I thought that's a bit weird. Like sometimes my feet were swollen, really. Sometimes it can happen in you know long distance runs or races if it's really warm, but you know it's not at the moment. It was a bit a bit bizarre, but I didn't think anything of it. Carried on, and then that week, a little bit later in the week, I was running in the other pair of shoes, so kind of alternating between these two, and I set off again. I was with Martina. It was a nighttime run. And I said, I can really, this is weird. I think these shoes are dead because I can really feel the floor. It's like they feel, it doesn't feel like I'm running on anything. They're like, I think they're probably coming to the end of the life. And I'm pretty meticulous in kind of tracking mileage. And I give myself about 400 miles therein. Um, <laughs> then at the weekend, I was washing not just my shoes, but all of our shoes. That's my job in the house. I am the uh, running shoe washer. So I was outside, bucket of water, all the shoes in there, Martinez as well, giving them a good scrub. And I always take out the insoles to wash the shoes. You might know where this is going. The two shoes that I've been alternating between, one had no insole in at all, both left and right foot had didn't have an insole in. And in the other shoe, when my feet were feeling like they'd swollen, they had doubled the insoles in. So obviously when I washed my shoes the first time around or b- before all this injury lock, I just quickly put two insoles into what into you know one pair of shoes effectively, none in the other. That was the issue. Now, 
anybody that takes their running seriously knows that you know that's not probably such a good thing if you're running in proper running shoes maybe you've been to a local shop a running shop to have a, a fit and, and you know what works for you you know you start to double the thickness and take away the thickness you know half the thickness of your other shoes that's going to potentially change how you run now can i say categorically that's what got me injured no i can't but to me it makes sense and the symptoms were, were very very similar almost identical in in the left and the right leg you know the, the left and right calves and that's where the problem was by the way and it just seemed too much of a coincidence to think that it was something else so is that the stupidest mistake that i've made no it isn't that is not the mistake yes i messed up with the trainers what's the real mistake here the mistake is not respecting my time is not respecting myself because we're all super busy and we're flying around and stupid mistakes can happen for all of us in different areas of life. I've certainly made them, no doubt we'll continue to make them. But what's really at stake here, what rather what's really at play, is the fact that I was rushing, that when I first washed those shoes, and I remember 100 miles an hour, got a million things to do because we've got 24 hours in a day and I'm cramming everything in as much as I can. And I'm right, quick, oh, I've got to wash the shoes. I said to, to Martina, I'd wash them. I'm outside, bucket water, quick, 100 miles an hour, put the newspaper in to dry them, let the insoles dry, right, put the insoles in, out the door that's not the way to do it so taking great care over yourself which is really what it is respecting yourself and your training i think is key so how can you do that in terms of management of time well if you are thinking to yourself right i've got a 60 minute run to do tonight no you haven't you've probably got a 70 minute run to do when all is said and done so the time it takes maybe for you to get ready make sure you're wearing the right gear the gilet you've got the right shoes you've not got double insoles in there afterwards maybe making sure you've got a little bit of time to stretch so i think just taking a little bit more time and thinking about the importance of you and your running because that's that's so key isn't it because when running's taken away from us my gosh bear with the sore head i've certainly been that way of late it's been difficult not running so we want to keep ourselves running so just give yourself that little bit more time I'll give you another very quick example of why this is important and beneficial, not just in an injury sense. One of my runners who absolutely smashed a 5k time trial that I set her yesterday evening was fantastic. Uh, she did really, really well. But the first thing I noticed when I checked in on the session, because I like to look at everything and the detail, and I noticed that the warm-up was about 11-12 minutes, and I'd set a 20-minute warm-up. And I dropped a message to say, fantastic, that was mega, really good, you smashed it, she's pleased with herself, all those things. I know she's super busy at the moment, by the way. And I said to her, it makes me wonder how well you would have done had you have been able to make a little bit more time, because I know it's not easy for her. So she obviously cut the warm-up short. And you think, well, actually, if you were prop properly warm, as I would call it, and you really nailed down the, the components of that warm-up over 20 minutes, mobility, some dynamic stretching, you know, a bit of a pulse raiser, all that, how well would you have done? Would you increase your performance? Potentially, I would say yes in that instance. So it just goes to show that trying to manage our time is really, really important. But I hope you get something from this, guys. My stupid mistake. You know the score. I'll tell you everything, good and bad. The good is I'm back running at the moment, fingers crossed. I hope you guys are. I hope you want peace. If you are injured, stay positive. Last, last, last thing to tell you. I don't, know what, I don't know what the time is. The time's gone off my computer. But at 12.30 today, it's got to be almost that, 12.30 on Instagram, I am live with my friend, fellow running coach, Joe Wilkinson. We alternate each week, if you're not familiar with this. Uh, one Friday, it's on my Instagram account, Running With Jake. Uh, the next week, it's on Joe's page. It's on Joe's Instagram today, which is uh, Running Joe 10K. So that's at Running Joe 10K on Instagram, 12.30, if you want to catch up with that. It's a chat around managing injury frustration. How very, very apt. 
Guys, have a great rest of the day. Have a super weekend. Speak to you all very soon. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.